Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom. Like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, Right. For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Thanks to Keeps for supporting FilmSack. Keeps makes easy and affordable hair loss treatment for men. To receive your first month of treatment for free, go to keeps.com slash filmsack. Tomorrow marks the one-year anniversary since Valet Air Flight 180 exploded and crashed shortly after takeoff from JFK Airport. But it was the events after the crash that has turned this tragic story into something even stranger. The survivors who managed to get off the plane before it crashed died soon thereafter in a series of mysterious and bizarre accidents. These people are the luckiest sons of bitches on the planet. <laughs> this is Filmsack. Oh, sure. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to Film Sack, mining the very depths of film entertainment for all mankind, episode 465. I'm Scott Johnson. Joining me today, Brian. He always takes off his shirt to cook fish sticks done away. Oh, the grease is so hot. Oh, hi. Hi. You have reached the office of death. We cannot come to the phone right now as we are busy making asinine list and planning elaborate ways to murder you. But by all means, please listen to the following as our menu options have changed. <laughs> if you would like to report a gross injustice of death, please press 9. If you are calling to negotiate the terms of your murder or your surrender, press 8 and your call will be taken in the order as received. Average wait time, 300 years. <laughs> if you're calling about the elevator to hell, press 6. <laughs> another six yeah and just once more <laughs> okay got it you've chosen elevator to hell if you meant to select stairway to heaven please hang up and call back when you are a better person <laughs> still there okay if you're calling to report any of the following on the elevator to hell a faulty door that could decapitate a person or a guy with a box of hooks for arms or an inappropriate offer to lick your face please stay on the line for an important message it's the elevator to hell that's it that's the message. It's the elevator to hell. What'd you expect? Please hang up. Also, don't do drugs on the highway to hell. <laughs> That's a good idea. You'll end up yeah. like the lead singer of... Uh, if you want to know why that pause after that first six was so long, yeah. I'm sure you're asking yourself that because I have my phone ready. 
but it was not ready. And it did not make the boop noise <laughs> oh. that I was expecting. Oh, I like that. I thought it was just a well-placed oh. pause. So, yeah, But yeah, so it worked out either way yeah. to my favor. It worked in your favor, dude. Don't worry about As it. As you know, it's the thought that counts. It is the thought mm. that counts. All right. Uh, next up, uh, with that voice, we will now tell you that, Randy, nothing makes you work out more in a complete way than a hard jog and a pack of cigarettes, Jordan. Aloha, Scott. Brian. Brian. Hi. Randy. And thank you all for coming out on this fine Saturday morning at the Northern Omaha Airport Quality Inn and Conference Center. And thank you for paying $1,500 each to learn my patented future-telling secret method. Everyone in this room is going to become an expert when it comes to predicting the future. And all you have to do is follow my three easy steps. Number one, don't pay attention to anything. And I mean anything. Treat terrible dangers swinging down to kill you like they're invisible and they make no noise. Number two, never move away from danger like a normal person. When the time comes that you've just narrowly escaped a microwave-making lightning while your hand is stuck in a garburator while your fish sticks burn your house down mm. and you've made it outside safely, completely stop trying to get away. That's what <laughs> other people would do. Right. Number just three. Take a nap. Yeah. Number three. <laughs> don't believe. Don't have any sort of faith in anything you're gonna be fine <laughs> now go tend to that barbecue billy i'm hungry oh yeah billy get over there <laughs> glad that thing was nine freaking hundred feet away that was that was his good name was brian his oh, name brian, was brian of course no, brian exactly only the brians knew that little tin yeah exactly. by the way i've never heard garburator before but that's hilarious I th we call it a disposal yeah <laughs> I, like I like garburator I like yeah garburator i'm gonna start yes. calling ours that How's the old garburator doing? Put some fish down there. <laughs> uh, all right. With us, finally, Brian, never trust a fish tank ever, Ibit. No, oh, never. Uh, okay, writers, I hope you guys had a good weekend, but now it's time to get back to work. We've got a few elaborate deaths to plan for Final Destination 2. No bad ideas. Let's hear what you got. Oh, and welcome the new guy, Chad. Okay, first death is going to be Evan, the vain punk new lottery winner. Uh, Chad, what have you got? Mm-hmm. Yeah, we're looking for something more than trips and falls on his knife. But you're new, so we'll catch you mm. some slack. Uh, let's see what Keith has. Keith? Keith's always got something good. Okay, new watch. I like it. Arm stuck in the garbage disposal. The garburator. Uh-huh. Magnet and microwave. Good, good. Fire escape. Okay. Slips on spaghetti. Ladder through the eye. Great work, Keith. Draft that all up and have it on my desk this afternoon. Okay, next death is going to be Braddy Kid Tim. Uh, Chad, you want to try take a stab at this one? <laughs> mm -hmm. no i think we're looking for something more than just bitten by a rabbit squirrel did you even watch the first movie like we asked you to <laughs> all right uh carol can you help us out here uh-huh nitrous oxide good pigeons hitting the window i like where this is going construction pane of glass splatter oh chef's kiss Mwah. well done <laughs> carol that's how it's done folks <laughs> All right, now we need to somehow kill off the main character from the first movie since uh, Devin didn't want to renew his contract to appear in this one. Chad, do you want to take one more shot at this? Uh, a brick falls on his head. How did you right. even get this job anyway? Oh, 
Your dad is head of the studio. Okay, going with the brick thing. Hey, let's break for lunch. <laughs> what a sad, yes. dumb way to throw him. It's like it's like the Aliens three of this movie. It's like yeah. just have right. have somebody off screen death. Yeah, death in the cre- the opening credits. Yeah, I guess he was uh, trivia wise. He was supposed to be in this, and they canned him last second because they couldn't work out a contract that worked for everybody. So. That was how that went. It worked but. out better because I, I, I prefer the other way. Yeah, I think it's fine. I liked that uh, Allie Larder was back. She yeah, had an interesting uh, uh-huh. turn there. Uh, the movie is Final Destination 2. You may be uh, going, what? Because you remember we watched one not so long <laughs> ago. And we did do that. And we said at that time that we were having so much fun, we might just uh, you know continue through these in a sort of spread out way. Well, we got to two. And uh, happy to report, at least from my perspective, I think two is the superior film to one. Yes. Mostly because the deaths are grisly and awesome. Uh, they That's how these need to be. They need to be just yeah. ridiculous Elaborate, and over the top. Yep. Over the top, yeah. This, exactly. this movie understood that way more than the first movie did. I can't speak to the others because I haven't seen them. I know Dunaway has, though. Yes. Like, and I will say that Final Destination 2 was my favorite favorite it's kind of like oh really friday the 13th too when you really start getting into you're like oh this is where they came up with most of the tropes that you enjoy from the final destination series oh, yeah. most of it seems to be here yeah yeah and then and then just, this one didn't do as well at the theater no but, uh, it did not like said, it, it my, did not unfortunately because i i i mean this would have been the fun one to see in theaters because you're just the the effects are well done ridiculous out of control but also pretty gross uh but yeah, but it's a straight up remake. Like it is, it it is shocking how this movie treads absolutely no new territory whatsoever. Like it, it's as though they took all the words off the script from the first movie and just replaced them with synonyms from a thesaurus. You're not wrong, but also, wouldn't you argue that? I mean, they're probably all do this. The only right? way to do that. Yeah. What I mean, are the right, only way right. to make a sequel of this movie? Yeah. Is to, what else are you gonna do? Because I got like open first time. You <laughs> got you open with the the premonition, and then you basically have to systematically and elaborately kill every character in the film. Yeah, and right. I, and that, and I will and I and I and and to Randy's point, the dialogue is pretty bad. It's not good acting. Like all the talky oh, yeah. bits are talky bits. The parts where they're saying things. Yeah, the parts terrible. where they're saying things in this movie. Not great. <laughs> it's not great. But the, the when you get to the lead-ups of the deaths and you're like, all right, where does this Rube Goldberg device start? Where does it yeah. end? Yeah. Uh, yeah. Ooh, he avoided the thing I thought I was going to get him, but uh, oh no, the ladder got him in the eye. Like, it's a fun, that was, fun trip, I thought. And that was kind of the MO, that it was always going to be... Um, Somehow they cause their own. Well, you you think after the first couple, you think, all right, they're somehow all going to cause their own deaths. Yeah, right. um, they're all going to be this elaborate thing that just pans out to nothing, and then something innocuous is going to kill them afterwards, like the the uh, the the ladder after he finally escapes, and you think he's free. Oh, slip! Oh, ladder! Oh, right. it stopped just in time. Oh no, no, it did finally impale him. Yeah, and the same it, with the kid. Like all this right. stuff happens in the dentist's office. Then he gets out, and it's like chasing the pigeons doing yeah. his own the, the master of his own undoing yes and uh and <laughs> shoot evan, is, evan is like the that that first guy the evan the lottery winner yeah he he is absolutely uh the you're like how are you not dead already you're yeah. like do you don't death doesn't need to assist you <laughs> right yes yeah that well, guy first, he, I mean, he lives in a hallway it, full of children's toys but anyway yes randy it's right. just like that like they looked at the first movie and they're like all right so in our first big death 
we we let the person escape death twice, and then the third round got him. So this mm-hmm. time we're gonna have this guy escape death three times, and the fourth round will get him. It's like I I, I don't know. It just felt felt to me like this movie squandered so many opportunities to just change the way things work and and no. make it therefore more interesting. Don't worry, and they it, do that later and then then you start feeling like oh they're taking it too serious. And I, I later in later is, movies? Yeah. You're, you're like yeah. I'd, I'd like I really I'll go back to the it's kind of like it's kind of like when uh I don't know when they start ex- over explaining stuff you're like no, don't don't so, cuz I'm already we're only like already like on a razor's edge here with how much I'll believe. Believability. Yeah. yeah. Okay, so this is the second consecutive film sack that I've referenced uh Tropic Thunder, but <laughs> the Tropic Thunder at the beginning has a series of fake trailers, and one of them is for a series of Ben Stiller movies called Scorcher, and Scorcher mm-hmm. 2, and Scorcher 3, and Scorcher 4, and it's just the right. same movie over and over, mm. and in the middle of the run, it changes, mm. and then it goes back to the way it was, and it's just like the perfect takedown of this kind of Final Destination stuff, right. uh, and, and I'm pretty sure... The Scorcher fake trailers were made after Final Destination 2, maybe oh, I'm 3. Sure they, I'm sure they it's were. It's possible. I like, mean, but, you know, yeah. Final Destination is not the only series to do this. This this harkens back to, all the way back to my, the first time I ever really saw it and said, interesting, the first movie was a standalone classic, but then in part two, they set up this whole formula that kind of refined from the first one. And uh, now we can move forward, no matter how stupid it is. But I don't mind going back and visiting every week. Rocky did that. Rocky did do that. I think, yep. <clears throat> I think uh, it's horror movies are a lot more like you know, oh, yeah, they uh, absolutely uh, do it. Yeah. Freddie and Jason and so on. They they do a lot of the same stuff, but it's really boring. You know, like it's mm. it stops scaring yeah, no. you. <laughs> Maybe for you. Yeah, see Maybe that, for you. Well, that's see that thing. that's important see, about this movie. Looking, this movie is not scary. There's nothing yeah, about it that's scary. Some, if you're looking for scary, this is not the place to no, be. If no, you're no, looking no. for laughs, pretty much, and yeah. just you know some. That, and also, and also, just cre- I'm looking for creativity. I'm looking for like, right. how creatively Those, are they going to kill the stoner guy? And I cannot wait for him to go. And when will that be? And how are they going to do it? And and then I see, oh my gosh. They uh, MacGuffined it and said it was almost the cop with the falling tree, but no, it was actually the thing with the gas and the truck, and then the truck exploded, and then somehow a section of barbed wire fence is going to do it. <laughs> like it's Go an am- what an amazing I lo- I loved that because yeah. I'm not there to be scared or freaked. I'm there to go, no. yeah, dude, that is, that's it. Well done. You it's know? almost like a game, right, where you're yeah. trying to predict what is the thing that is eventually going to kill them. Yeah, it's, it's like a yeah. we're going to give you all of these elements. And we're even going to set it up. You're going to see him throw the spaghetti out the window. You're going to see it land on the ground. And they wouldn't show it to you unless uh, yeah. unless that was going to be used later. Like having it land in a dumpster Absolutely. wouldn't matter. But yeah. having it land on the ground is like, okay, somehow that's coming into play. And yeah. hey, E and the magnets on the refrigerator, you know, the only the H falls off. And then it says I. I'm like, well, he's going to die by the I. Okay. I mean, oh, it's this- funny. You know what's hilarious yeah. is when I saw that phone there and I saw the word "eye" on the fridge. I'm like, "Oh yeah, that's going to come up." And then I completely forgot about you it forgot until about you it? just yeah. said that. It's like, "Oh, of course, it was setting that up." Damn it! Yeah, I yeah, I wasn't yeah. I wasn't paying that close attention, yeah. but I'll I'll guarantee you, I'll guarantee you that the woman who almost gets impaled by a spike through the back of her car headrest. Mm, yeah. Yeah, and then does get impaled by it a few minutes later because that's how this movie works. Whatever almost kills you will get a second chance. Right. Uh, I'll bet you 
that if you go back a few minutes, something, oh, some yeah. shot a tip. references the uh, airbag. I'll bet you. Abs- there's, absol- there's absolutely. A, a shot, a quick shot of yeah. like the steering column or something. And that's the and that's the part where it kind of goes, you know, it kind of breaks that wall and says, oh, you're going to kind of see signs and premonitions. We're going to have the character see some, but we're also going to be putting things out there and kind of sprinkling them through the movies. And is it done, you know, to to a genius level? No, not even close. But is it is it fun? Yeah, kind of like one of those uh, one of those brain puzzle magazines you pick up. It's like, oh, I'm having fun. Look at this. Mm-hmm. Solve mm-hmm. that puzzle. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I don't know if you're actually saying that to yourself, but yeah, I, I get oh, you. I do. <laughs> ooh, look at this. I'm having fun. I'm picking this ooh, up. I'm having some fun. Who's kidding? All right. So, uh, directed by David R. Ellis, he sadly passed away. He's got like a kind of a grisly, um, well, not grisly, but a sad death. He uh, on January seventh, twenty thirteen. This is many years later. I guess ten years later. Uh, his body was found in the bathroom of his hotel room in Johannesburg, South Africa. He was preparing to direct the movie Kite at the time. Mm. Uh, no cause of death had ever been released. However, please say no we foul know. play was, was was suspected. But yeah, I know that's what I mean. It's like <laughs> yeah. hey, the two-time director of these movies, he did the 2009 one as well, uh, dies in a way that's mysterious in a hotel room. <laughs> exactly. Uh, that's awful. Right. And then we just go, oh, okay. <laughs> anyway, yeah. that guy's really interesting, though. He's a stunt coordinator, a stuntman guy, started out as a child actor, did a bunch of directing. I kind of went if, down uh, a hole with him. But, if, yeah. if I was his family, I would say change all references to his death to died of natural causes. Just <laughs> right, right. Let's, this let's, grave let's, let's, is his... No one will talk about it yeah, ever again. His grave is his it. final destination, is what I should oh, say. Oh, that'd be great. <laughs> I, uh, I'll say right. this is one thing that, that a part two can only deliver... And that's when you have a returning character from the first one, the sole survivor. We didn't know at the time from the, at the end of the last one, but yeah. the sole survivor in this uh-huh. one, uh, having uh, the character Clear Rivers come back. And, and she's better in this, everything. by the way. Better actor than she was oh, in the first absolutely. one. Yeah. 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 She was getting ready for Heroes. That was just around the corner oh, here. That's right. Yeah. 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 A couple of years from this. And uh, she... She was way better. Oh my gosh, she was just weird in the first oh, one. Yeah. Also, she's blonde. She's blonde now, and in the first movie, she was all dark haired. <laughs> dark hair. Yeah, no, she was all broody and kind of the you know. Yeah. And this one, she was kind of like ah, just, just hanging is out. Is it yeah. is it kind of the Heather Langenkamp uh, getting the gray streak in her hair sometime yeah. between Nightmare on Elm Street one <laughs> and Nightmare on Elm Street yeah. two? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you get scared enough, you get a gray streak. That's how it works. Right. If you go really, you get really scared, then you go blonde. Yeah, I couldn't yeah. figure out her lifestyle though. Like, uh, you're in a padded room. The only yeah. wall of anything he got are a bunch of pictures from the people who died from the last time this all happened. With red tiny, yarn. tiny TV. Yeah, a little bitty TV. TV. But but also um, three pieces of yarn. Like, what kind of conspiracy yeah. theorist only has three pieces of yarn <laughs> connecting things? Well, if and you have... really, what needs to be connected? Like, right. you, you, right. you figured like out the first thinking. movie. Well, I think I think the reason why it's a small TV, it was small enough to, to see, but not large enough to kill her. Mm. <laughs> right, you don't want to... Yeah, yeah, all you need really for her is just like uh, IKEA furniture that is not bolted to the wall, right. so that it could fall on you at any time. Because right. they always provide that bolt in that bracket, much so that your furniture time. does not fall on you. Mm-hmm. I just—that's the point in the movie where I I forget that death is precocious, and I'm like, okay, so why not just have an earthquake? Death causes an earthquake that collapses the building, and she's dead. Yes, like, yes, and, this is and, a problem. And I'm like. I, I, I spend that whole time coming up with ways that death could easily get her in that padded room. Mm-hmm. Because and then because I, death doesn't take anybody additional. 
Yeah. Okay. If you if you really? avoid death, death has to just get you and not no no collateral damage with people around you. Like I say, super precocious. Like death has this <laughs> death has these idiosyncrasies that are just uh, you know are hard to remember. You ha- and so you have to turn your brain off and go with it. Yeah, it seems yeah. like also she's got a vent in there that brings her air. Some shit could have happened in the room where the yeah. air vent is. Like all the stuff that the, that they do across the board to all the other people that die. There still was ways to get to her. You're not perfectly oh, safe. Oh, for sure, there. for sure. Yeah. So, so they you got to kind of park your brain at the door there. But um, I like that the screen is only there really to have the other girl flip her off as she leaves. I think that was pretty great. <laughs> I enjoyed that. That made it into my gift collection. So. I was going to ask you if it was a gift because yeah. uh, you like those. I, I do I like wanted, a bird I gift. To ask, yeah. I wanted to ask all of you: Does death have a uh, moral compass? in this movie like that's the that's the thing about horror movies that that you have to tell moral stories or they don't make sense right i mean and, in this case no i don't think right like it's you're asking if death has the moral compass like right because well, in, in i think in the horror, fact that that new life stops it is its moral compass in 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 horror in any movie we see pain suffering and death as judgments yeah. on people right and people have moral vectors and so it, it especially in horror movies because they have a lot of pain and suffering and death we we are constantly you know contemplating is this you know this person really deserved it that person doesn't deserve to die you know that sort of thing mm-hmm. and and this movie kind of ignores all of that mm-hmm. and, it, and that's interesting you know mm-hmm. again it's exactly the same as the first but it's just it, it's just something that caught my attention over and over yeah because the first mm-hmm. movie didn't have that aspect did it the well, it's because they didn't ask the right questions of Candyman. He would have told him, right? right exactly. I did. Anybody else feel like uh, when he said that new life stops the chain that it was just going to be all right? Well, let's let's start boning and maybe uh, get <laughs> yeah. somebody pregnant, and that was yeah. going to be the the, the the switch. Just the cop and the and the and the girl <laughs> and Kimberly. Yeah, yeah, yeah that would have been that would have been something. Actually, he he feels like a bit of a chick in the bucket because he was never his his. I know his never his number never really came up, but. Um, the cop? Uh, yeah, yeah, other than dodging. Mm-hmm. Well, all right, let me start over. That movie's intro is really great. The f- initial accident is really oh, awesome. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, it has mm-hmm. got amazing sound work. If I, I, listen, I watched this with headphones on. It's got incredible sound work. The actual accident itself, those logs, everything mm-hmm. about that whole Which intro sequence. Which apparently were CGI because real logs uh, didn't bounce the way they wanted to. So for CGI, those logs looked amazing. I couldn't even tell. That's how good they yeah. were. Yeah. In 2003, that's pretty That's pretty did impressive. You, uh, did you Did you notice some of the extra stuff? Like, like the, you know, like there were car flippers out on the road and there were all kinds of shots where you could see. Oh yeah, the, for sure. The infrastructure that yeah, was yeah. being used. Like yeah. The you could see, you could see a bunch oh, of that wow, stuff, didn't, but didn't it didn't, it didn't all. stand out to me enough to take away from it. Like it was so, so choreographed. And so, I mean, it's, it's it was damned impressive. I remember coming out of that going, this is new level. Like this is an intense movie and they've really killed it here at this beginning. And then regular dialogue. <laughs> yeah, there you go. And then they had regular dialogue, and I went, "Oh, okay. Well, it's just still shitty dialogue yeah, and bad I actors." I was but. so annoyed by the teenagers or whatever college students in the car, all with their tropes and their and their. I've got a bag of weed trope, and you're. Uh, with, you could tell these other people are straight and don't aren't interested in the weed. And there's a cop just right now. Yep. 
Oh, there's yeah. a cop. And those guys in the back were the ones. I could not figure out why that cute blonde she's driving with uh, is like, hurry up. I'm horny. Let's get the boys. I'm like, those are the boys that you're you got the horny for the, those boys. Come on. Those guys are dweebs, dude. Those guys are yeah, lamos. Yeah. yeah it, you, at the very, very beginning, you forget that these people are probably all going to die. Yeah. So. <laughs> right. So. And they do. Well, you think. Yeah, I thought that I honestly thought just based on the first movie, they were even those guys were going to escape death and yeah. they were going to be picking those guys off one one at a time. No, they they that was a that was a nice surprising uh, change is that. All right, we're wiping out the three people you're with. Let's not even worry about developing those characters. Pothead, Jimmy Joe and uh, and, and Blondie. <laughs> yeah. Uh, we're just going to wipe them out before you even get a chance to know what or who which they is, are, yeah. which was actually kind of cool because you know how this goes because you saw the first one. So you're instantly going, oh, every person that gets out of their car on this on this ramp is going to be a person later in the movie, like a person I, I'm interested in seeing whether they live or die. Yeah. And so like Justina Machado from One Day at a Time gets out of her car and she's <laughs> pregnant and you're like, oh, wow, she's in the movie. <laughs> That's kind of a, a fun moment. Yeah. Tina and I had to look. We're like, we know her from something else besides uh, we've never seen One Day at a Time, but um we like what do we know her from six and she under. was six feet under she was the wife of rico diaz the embalmer and, and she becomes a fairly major character in six feet under so oh interesting we thought was she on orange is the new black we don't want to make any sort of stereotypes but was she on orange is the new black yeah it's <laughs> uh he uh, she looked she looked familiar to me the girl that smoked a lot looked really familiar to me um What's her name? Not Lydia Boyd. What's her name? Maybe the girl that smoked a lot. The oh, the short-haired Keegan Connor Tracy is her name. Yeah, and I she's what do I? I still don't know what I know her from. She looks like she looks almost a a dead ringer, but is almost a a, like a lookalike for uh, Jen Mayu in our in our dad. Yeah, a little bit, a little bit. Yeah, I didn't think of that. She got it pretty bad with uh, actually. She they played a perspective trick on us with her death because. The pipe that was in the car, mm-hmm. she was par- she was next to it, not not in front of yes. it. Yes, right. So when that thing blew up, she would have had to have. I know she bent over, but she had bent over far from it. That thing would have right. had to push her up and then over six and a half to eight inches, and then back into the pipe. Lift her up a little bit, even. Yeah, yeah that was that was cool death, but you you but, blew it on the setup on that part. But by that point, you're kind of no longer uh able to catch all the things mm-hmm. like like by mm-hmm. that point in the movie they're setting up they're setting you up to fail to re- realize what's going on mm. like every like it's like shot 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 here's some leaking gas here's a pipe here's a fence here's a tree that might fall over you know what mm-hmm. i mean like yeah. it gets yeah. to, it gets to be too much yeah well it's, it's the whole thing you, you get kind of a taste of that with um Ali Larder looking around the gas station and seeing, all right, what? there's the the guy working on the utility pole with sparks flying up. There's the dogs coming. There's this happening. There's what that happening. What was that about? I, that's, that's I the, actually, that's the final destination in the bucket. Was what that was about. <laughs> sure, but in the in the moment, I was kind of mad at the movie because yeah. I felt like the movie was was like flexing on me for no reason. Uh-huh. You know, yeah. and and like I, I, I they just leave. And yeah. nothing actually happens. Like right, you right. went through a lot of trouble to get me <laughs> to see up. dangers. Yeah. And yeah. then none actually everybody's just casual. <laughs> yeah. Okay. It's like no big deal. They did that a lot actually with the uh the kind of casual reaction to death thing was most prominent after uh, after what's his name got shredded by the um by the fence or by the flying uh barbed wire. <laughs> 
And they were all just like, okay, well, I guess we still got to get to that pregnant girl even more now. Like, no, you're you're all dying. It's still, these are still deaths. I mean, I know you're worried about the baby and I guess they knew, you know, the baby was the new birth and all that, but Uh still like people are just getting, she, somebody just got a pipe through the head. This guy just got cut into four pieces. Uh, who else? Somebody else died. Anybody else besides me, uh, immediately think of world of Warcraft when you kill a a tree. uh, (laughs) Oh, a treant. Yes. That was a, that was a treant death. I, I am absolutely certain that the treant death animation precedes this movie. But I, I can't prove it because well, they really they really do kind of yeah because those three uh, Wow was in, in deep development probably in alpha by then so maybe maybe but but yeah look <laughs> like uh, I didn't think about that until you just said it that's really funny just oh, that yeah. slow yeah, like kind of looking around oh no I'm in three pieces falling apart thing <laughs> that was pretty rough also that would never happen a thing like that coming at that speed wouldn't just slice you they're not razor wired they're not lasers it would have right. just it would have just wrapped or it may have killed you still knocked it, you down it, it, it would have knocked you the over skin without without knocking over but as soon as it hit bone it would have pulled you down yeah you right. would have been, been like a bolo right where it would kind of like just yeah, yeah. and you would just have fallen to the ground and probably bled out because it was it would have been awful but you don't just you know get i don't know up. i was just out there sharpening the razor wire <laughs> on my fence so i go out there with a, a sharpening tool and yeah right it reminds no, me this is, a, this is a job. this ought to be a trope i don't know what you call it but i'll play this so it's not the first time we've seen something like this. I think people are obsessed with this in the movie. We're not, we're, we haven't watched it yet, but Ghost we're going to, but we're going to watch. Oh yeah. Ghost ship had one of these too, didn't yeah, it? Ghost ship. But we're about to watch um, underworld and underworld has a great scene where Bill Nye gets not the science guy that Bill Nye, the actor <laughs> gets sliced in the same way where it's like slice. Then you wait a second. He has a look on his yeah. face and then a big part of him just slough, sloughs off. We saw this in, uh, the girl getting sliced apart in uh, Piranha 3D. We saw oh, yeah. it in um, oh, right. maybe my favorite one is that is that first uh, Resident Evil movie where they go into that laser room and it makes everybody into cubes basically if if they get caught in the laser grid. And so the laser grid comes like through them and then they're standing there for a second and then all of a sudden they just fall apart in cubes. <laughs> like I don't know why there's an obsession with that, but horror movies love it, man. They love that whole pause and then fall apart. Kind of one point kill. years and years ago, I saw some program where he was called Bill Nike Nike Nike. Yeah, I know, but I was like, <laughs> there was a there was another consonant sound in the name, and I've always wanted to recapture that. But uh, this I movie, can see Nike, like Nike, Bill Nike. Nike. You know? This yeah. this movie has a an a, an actor who is a perfect combination of Bill Nighy and um, Christopher Lloyd doing some creepy hair sniffing. Mm-hmm. And oh, uh, yeah. <laughs> it's played by, it's played by an actor named John R. Taylor. And I'm, I'm like, I'm going to go see this guy. He looks nothing like what I just described. I, I don't know how really? they did this in this movie. Really? This mm-hmm. movie makes him look like, like I say, like, like Christopher Lloyd is, is, is hanging out or uh, Ian McKellen, maybe a little bit in that character, but no, no, he's just—he's a normal-looking guy. He doesn't look creepy at all, IRL. Oh, okay. So I found a quote. <clears throat> Listen to this in an interview with uh, some website back in the day. This is back in 2006, while they were uh, while Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy and that Dead Man's Chest sequel to Pirates of the Caribbean were coming out. In an interview, he said uh, about his name: "My father used to squirm on the sofa when everybody would say Nye. Uh It used to drive him insane. I gave up. I get Nigel. I get Nigel. I get." Uh, ooh, I don't want to say that one. 
he says sometimes people call him Nigby, which is weird. Really? Um, yeah, it says the first time I ever uh, used, sorry, for the first time ever in the newspaper, I was Nigby. I'm not sure everybody gets the name. I don't mind. You can call me anything you want. So he doesn't actually even give an answer. He's just like, whatever you Excellent. want to say, I don't care. I like to think that he's as close to his character in Love Actually uh, more than any other character he's ever played. That's who I want him to be as the the, yep. the uh, former the, rock and roller in Love Actually. Yeah, that kind of like like an aging out, like, uh, I don't know what to compare him to at rocker-wise. He's like... Yeah, like an, like an old Mick... Uh, uh, <laughs> yeah, Mick like Jagger, he's like, like a, Mick Jagger, a little, little bit of... Um, <laughs> oh my gosh, who, who am I thinking of? I don't know, there's... Aging British rocker is a great trope to play around with, and he's he made a really good one in that movie. That movie's great. Here's a great picture I, of him, by the way. I'm I wish there were. It. I wish there were more aging American <laughs> rocker tropes. <laughs> nice. Sorry, go ahead, Randy. We were just like looking at this photo. Like, like as you're as you're saying, aging British rocker. I'm like, I would really like to for there to have been like a a reality documentary or something. That just followed Sammy Hagar around in his sixties, mm-hmm. you know. Yeah, like what? I don't know, I don't know why there isn't more of that. And I then I could need... pretend like it was Final Destination Seven and keep waiting for him to die. Yeah, yeah, you could. I, I, yeah. I never needed this much Vince Neil, you know, yeah. ever. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. but but there are other rockers that are actually probably interesting and live a colorful life in their you know elderly years oh my gosh, we have another. I just realized. Sorry, this is breaking news here at the Film Sack Central. Uh, the girl who <clears throat> uh, we were talking about, uh, what's her name? Keegan Connor Tracy, who mm-hmm. smoked a lot and got the pipe through the head. Uh, she was our second Battlestar Galactica connection here because the first one was. Uh, she looked familiar. Chief Terrell. Very... Yeah, Chief Tar- Tyre- Tyrell, Terrell, Terrell, whatever you said. He was in there as that cop. And then this lady played somebody named Jeannie. Uh, let's see, Jean. No, just Jean. No, it's Jeannie. Jean. And she was in like one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, ten. Yeah. Nine episodes. Oh, I don't right. remember the okay. character at all, but there you go. More BSG connection. She was also on Stargate SG One once. She'd been. In some- I'd be surprised sci-fi. if she wasn't a Cylon in, in- <laughs> yeah, me too. In real life, yeah, yeah, <laughs> in actual real life. She's very attractive, but uh, she does have a very she kind of otherworldly unique- look to her. Yeah, yeah she yeah. does. So- I-, I will never understand what was going on between constable Tyrell and uh, Justina Machado's character. I have no idea. I don't, I don't understand it. Pregnant lady having, having a baby in a prison or a jail. Why? Why was she in jail? He was a surrogate husband. Why was she in jail? Because they were trying to keep her there. Keep her safe. Yeah. Because of that photo on her, uh, her delivery license. Yeah. Do you remember that? (laughs) That was bad. (laughs) Citizens are raised. All right. We're going to, we're going to take your picture now for your delivery license. Uh, What's that behind me? Huh? Yeah. Okay. Good. Move on. Yeah. It's a, it's a, it's, I don't, you know what? Randy's right. We're going to give it the award this week for, uh, this grab a bucket. All right. That's the chick in the bucket. Cause we don't, they never really set that up. You're right. She's just in jail and goes to have a baby and that's it. That's it. We're that's done. it. That's because she wasn't part of the story. She was a red herring because we saw her until I was like, Oh, she's not really part of the story. She's yeah. She was, uh, I mean, in the story, she or in the, sorry, in the, in the, in the big crash in the beginning, the the premonition she was killed in it, right? So I was mean, she had the baby and uh, her and uh, Constable uh, Barney Fife got to. <laughs> well, no, I thought the, I mean I thought and, the whole uh, thing was that she wasn't supposed to be killed in the. 
She's yeah, not. That's what I'm saying. That's the reason why yeah. she was dismissed. Goodbye. Yeah. Oh, yeah. well, wait then. Yeah, she doesn't die in the original in the uh, in the opening thing. In any. Yeah. She well, then, die what, in then any. what? Then why would her new birth have anything to do with anything? That's, then. Oh my! That's the whole. That was did the you twist. watch the film? I did. I did. That was the twist. <laughs> no, 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 Scott. no. I, have, I understand I that, but I can't really explain what was going on around that because it stopped killing it, the the main characters are two are two lovebird cop and and kimberly people they didn't die as a result so that thing ended it also the no 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 the, the, bla- the black her, biker her, dude her, her right. dying in the uh, in the ambulance or in the uh, van underwater and then coming back was the new life that yeah. stopped the chain of events oh. we thought but we thought the pregnant lady was but then she had a vision at the very end so it's kind of a cheat vision okay it was kind of like oh i saw the vision right incorrectly. it was the <clears throat> red vision vision herring right. okay vision no herring, you're right all right fish. which makes no sense because she didn't it's not new life she just got resuscitated I, yeah yeah I, <laughs> I, I i'm gonna go ahead and say this it wasn't strong. Yeah, it wasn't it was a very, oh yeah, it was dumb. Yeah. That was dumb. But, but it was just a different kind of dumb than you remember. Yeah, it, it, you're you're totally right. Okay, now it makes sense to me. And the kid at the end dies because he he was. Uh, in fact, I remember seeing it when he got pushed out of the way. I went, yeah. oh, that's going to oh, come gonna back die. to bite us in the butt. Yeah, that's not going to go yeah. well. We just he, we just set that up for part three. As a matter of fact, I thought he was going to be in part three. I was like, oh, we'll see him next episode. But it's like, nope. Yeah. Gonna go ahead and wrap that up right now. Also, is he yeah, using? So does that C- mean any near death experience now is going to is going to cause this you know chain <laughs> see, of events? I, <laughs> I didn't. Yeah, I didn't like that because the only reason why the kid was out there to get ran over by the uh, news van was because those people were there. But if they had died in the original timeline, then he, he would have never gotten killed. The kid. So I'm like, you can't kill him yeah see they're fast and loose with these rules and it's it's to me it's starting to be like a haunted house you can't do it here's the thing so just last week uh i i stopped and i was like all right if you haven't seen this movie you got to watch it before you listen to this podcast or Mm -hmm. just not going to really work and this week i am so totally the opposite i would like someone to who knows only knows final destination four or something to listen to this podcast and imagine we're talking about that <laughs> does everything apply probably right. does yeah. I, I like the world where you think someone has seen final destination four and that's it and also listens to this podcast I, i'm just saying like you just don't need to see this movie to uh, to enjoy talking you about don't need movie. to that's see funny. any movie but i i would watch. i would recommend this one because uh, the deaths are so much fun if you're a horror fan and you just like the ridiculousness right. of it and want to throw you know throw rice at a screen i don't know why i said that but you know what i mean just like <laughs> congratulations <laughs> yeah. go you can watch Rocky Horror and Final Destination 2. Yeah, that's where I that's basically my it's a thinking. Bouncing baby movie. But do that cuz it's fun in that way. It's not this is never going to be like, you know, a, a horror classic. You're you'll not going to look back on never this. You'll never be you'll never need to watch Nightmare on Elm Street uh Dream Dream Team. But uh <laughs> what was that called? That was a Dream should. Team. What was Dream Warriors. Dream Warriors. Dream Warriors. No, Dream Team. It was it was it was Dream Warriors, but it'll always be team. always be Dream Team to me because they they got together a team there. There you go. I don't know. I I I kind of now still want to keep going. Like if we get to a three, I'd be okay mm-hmm. with it. Um, you know, like we do with this one. Not not right away. You got to let your palate cleanse a little. Yeah, right. And then just you, long enough that you remember what happens in the previous one, but far enough that you get a little right. time away. And you know, yeah. actually, it's it's weird because I, you know, most films are not filmed sequentially. They're not. Uh, made that way but it felt like the first 15 minutes or so of this movie 
with the character setup was really good. And then it kind of just fell apart really quickly. Almost as soon as Ali Larder's character comes on screen, it falls apart pretty quick. Before then, it's like uh, they were taking great care. Like uh, all the way to the where they having the, where they having all the characters watch the news at the same time, mm-hmm. and the the even even or Evan what's his name Evan Evan I thought I call him Evan. Evan anyway lottery Evan. lottery winner Evan yeah right lottery winner they made him a lottery winner so that he would be newsworthy when he died so they could have everybody on the couches see that and understand he was dead because they didn't have any connectivity to each other other than that and I was like wow that was actually pretty good problem solving uh, i was wondering you know that you bring it up a good point i i didn't know why the lottery thing because it did seem like a setup for for just to have him have a nice watch and a ring right that he goes after but you're right that is the that is the way that they make that character to continue the story for everybody else is by having him newsworthy because he's a lottery winner yeah and it was it was interesting it was good and then after that i was like i don't just like just threw everything out yep and they're like, nope, like, we're mm. we're done. We've we've done. We've given you the only p- p- plausible sort of plot point. I'd like to see a dumb. supercut of every horror movie that starts off with a uh, responsible teenager in the driving in in the parking lot of their house, or their driveway of their house, mm-hmm. with their with their parents uh, telling them to be safe. Yep. Because that's, that's how as hell. so many horror movies start. Yep, tropey as hell. And then, you know, the fact that he sees transmission fluid on the thing is like, oh, premonition. And it took him like 30 minutes to call her because she went and picked up her friends and everything else. Yep. And I'm like, yep. And this wasn't on the phone immediately about like oh three we had cell phones but people weren't you know glued to them the way we are now and I don't know maybe you can forgive some of that stuff but but yeah a concerned single parent in the driveway, uh, you know, has experienced some horrible loss of his spouse. He's just mm-hmm. well I have to send her on. She's growing up. I got to do it even though her friend sounds like a freaking Rick. whore bag. Let's go ahead and just send him on out here. <laughs> and let's send him in the biggest vehicle man makes, you know, let's send him right. in a freaking mm-hmm. suburban uh that I wouldn't trust. I've had a suburban. They're right. Don't trust suburbans, guys. It leaking fluid like nobody's business. Yeah. Oh, that was blood. No, that was yeah. Blood. That's what I thought at first. I was like, oh, blood. And I was like, no, nah, that must be transmission. Transmission fluid, fluid Maybe is, is red. Fluid. Yeah, it's transmission fluid is red yeah. or yeah. pink. Yeah, you're right. But it's more. I could see that being transmission fluid because literally, said, she's like, was that blood? It's like, well, I'm, I <laughs> yes. think that somebody would know if they were bleeding. It has to be like brake <laughs> so fluid, transmission that... fluid, something like that. Yeah. And so then I start going, well, the first part was written so well. Maybe that was intentional. Maybe he's seeing signs. Maybe he's <laughs> seeing the hook man. <laughs> written so well. it, was, it was really good at the beginning i was like i said if you go back and really watch the first 15 minutes or so setting up the characters and and getting to where we needed to be in that first little bit and bringing all those characters together it was they couldn't good. hold you're right though but they just couldn't hang on to that I, no no it, uh, the ride got too fast they started ah! yeah that was it Brian, you brought up a, a really interesting topic to me as a as a fan of the of the art i'm so interested in uh Every film, like uh, uh, filmmakers, like the director and producers, decision making in what order they're going to shoot the film. Mm-hmm, right. Like there is there is a, a, a really deep art because you have to make a project plan. There's there's like a project management aspect to it, and it has to fit with an artistic plan, and those can often be in huge dis- disagreement and disarray, right. and like so like there's this there's these competing concerns right around uh how are we gonna how are we gonna get the actors into their characters as fast as possible 
You know what I'm saying? And 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 keep the characters consistent throughout the movie. Like so, the actor, you know, you know, if the if the actor needs to cut their hair, right? You got to get all the shots of them mm-hmm. with long hair first, yeah. and so on and so on. And like, it's just so freaking interesting. And the the reason it's so interesting is because you almost never notice it. You almost never watch a movie and go, "Oh, wow this this scene in the middle must have been the very first thing they ever shot." Like right. it, it felt like the actors were just mm. getting to know each other. And but that's exactly what they try to try to plan for and plan around. Yeah. Uh, this movie, I I really did actually feel that I I felt like the first sequences, like the first two or three scenes, were some of the last things they did. Yeah, like, right. Because it just it felt very well developed. Sure. Right. Yeah. Let me. Uh, do you guys have a have a guess as to what grossed me out? It's none of the deaths. Oh my god! Yes. None uh, of the deaths. Licking your fingers way. in the elevator, about to wipe them on somebody's the corner of somebody's mouth. Okay, that one's that one's really <laughs> foul. Uh, in your and that's my number one. I had three. Number two okay. was up close mouth work at the dentist. Don't like that. No. Oh yeah, God. that was so fun. Yeah, not not did not enjoy. Also, by the way, did not let that stuff go in there long enough to deaden his mouth. It doesn't work that way. You can't put it in and six seconds later start drilling. It doesn't work. But that's but that's why he gave him the gas, right? That doesn't do it. It doesn't fix the pain. It, I've had. This. Oh, it doesn't fix it. It doesn't fix the pain, but it keeps you from caring about the pain. I don't think that the I've had the gas and had the pain and the gas did <laughs> I've not. I had the over- gas pain. <laughs> I've had it. <laughs> I've had the gas. I've had the pain, and it didn't mask the pain. All right, so that's just one thing. And then the third thing, which really grossed me out is yanking a nipple ring out of a corpse oh. yes oh god i was squirming <laughs> oh, i was squirming uh, yeah was really i don't hard. know if that was a if that was um when they were showing the close-up of him kind of yanking on it if that mm. was prosthetic or if that was oh, like god. somebody's real nipple ring because he yanks it off screen or it's, it happens out yeah. of frame right. right so it makes me think that if they did use a prosthetic they would have showed him yanking the the right. you know, the ring out of there, but yeah, I think right, that might have right. been just a close up of a real. I think it was ring. a yeah. dude's nipple ring. That much I since I've right. seen the Frank above the beans, or I, the beans <laughs> above the Frank. Yeah. I, uh, by the way, I think that's his nipple ring because he had it when he had his shirt off making fish sticks. Yeah. I'm pretty sure what the actor, they did Evan, is close up Evan, to that. The actor is, uh, yeah, yeah, and then who, when they who, seriously away, though, who pan fries with oil and grease without a shirt on? That is like. What the hell was and he even doing? That was that so would weird. hurt so bad. Yeah. If you ever had grease like splash you on the arm, it's like, oh my god. <laughs> we now live in a time, right, where the instant you see a man with nipple rings, you think of Governor Andrew Cuomo, right? Mm. Okay. Oh, right, because he had the weird uh, shirt that showed his nipple rings. The weird, or yeah, bumps on yeah. the. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. we're not, but but now that you mention it, yeah. <laughs> All right. Yeah, I never think of it actually, but you know, now that you've brought it up, I'll probably think. I try to think about nipple rings. That's what I really try to do. Spend most of my days just trying not to think about them. Um, I made a note here where I wrote, uh, this is a weird note to write. I wrote, people look weird when they act in water. And I'm just going to go ahead and expand on that. Yeah. Name me a film where people are underwater fighting or wrestling or dying or whatever it is. Right. They always, it always is just off-putting. And I don't mean just because, well, they're going to drown. I just mean there's something weird about the way their faces are compressed. Their eyes bulge a little bit. I don't like it. Acting underwater sucks. It's not that's, cool. That's interesting. That's yeah. interesting. And it's, it's odd because I've never personally had a conversation with my eyes uh, underwater. But I've never really like scuba dived or anything like that. But right. I've never. Matter of fact, in the lonely water we have around here, the size of the pool is like is like a lake water that you definitely would not want to open your eyes in. No, you get the wormies in there. Also, by the way, bad. given the pandemic, do any will any of us ever? Well, I don't think I'm ever swimming in a public pool again. I think I'm done. Oh, in a public pool? Yeah. 
I think I'm done. No, I, I think I will. I think I'll go to Waterworld, like one of the water parks. I don't think I'll. I already had know. that rule before the pandemic. Yeah, I kind of did too. I, mean, <laughs> <laughs> I, mean, I figure it's, it's probably safer because it's like, oh yeah, we're you know we bleach the crap or or chlorine the crap out of this water and uh, right. That's what I want to know. I, know. I, I want to know how Disneyland is going to work. Are are there going to be people on the ride who wipe down the safety bar before you get on the ride, or are you going to carry around your own? disinfecting wipes yeah and wipe mm. the, the whole area we're all going to be monk it. we're all going to be monk that's what this is going to do to us everybody's kind monk of, now right i think once the once the vaccine you know in a year and a half or whenever when when the vaccine comes out i feel like we're going to get get back to kind of what it was before all this right but, but yeah this fall and this winter it is going to be we're all going to be Life well, feels thing, like right? a final destination right now doesn't yeah, it? yeah if there so, is a really yeah. good vaccine that's going to cheat death yeah, death yeah. Come for you. <laughs> well, then you're you're all all of a sudden oh, a new point. list. Yeah. Well, I think right next to the ear stands, you know, where you get your customized ears at uh, Disneyland, yeah, your, yeah, your yeah, yeah. Mouse ears, we're gonna have a customized uh, mask stand. Oh, perfect! Seen, yeah. Perfect. I think I've seen it. Was it in Mexico or someplace? I saw the other day that some, they had like uh, like like these walk through tunnels, mm. like the just like we're spraying disinfectant or something. Mm-hmm. oh maybe like, I, yeah. I could deal with that we'll, like a little we'll, will they also socially distance chamber. us by the chairs like if you're in the roller coaster will you have to be every other for a while like i wonder how that'll yeah, be probably yeah. probably yeah and what if the guy two seats ahead of you barfs and it flies backward and slathers all over you and your date then what yeah. then what do you do but you ran into that risk anyway you, know, that's like, <laughs> you knew what you were that, getting into that's a pre-pandemic uh <laughs> <laughs> I know these are all, by the way, these are all hangups I have that I had well before course, any sort of pandemic. Yes, exactly. Pre- <laughs> oh, that's I gotta funny. say, I, I, like, I, I hate it when older people tell younger people that they need to have kids so mm. that they understand what it's like to have kids. Mm-hmm. But, but it really does acclimate you to other people's bodily fluids. Like, it, oh, it's, yeah. it's a huge step in, in your maturity to uh, spend some time around a baby you're like oh okay all right yeah yeah. i I can i can handle this no i value that experience for that reason because i just feel like i you know and we had a rule around here kim could never do the puke and i could never and i didn't want to do the poop so she did the poop and i did the puke (laughs) so if there was a huge butt blowout she kim was on call if it was like someone's kid yacked in the back of the seat that was my job and that was just the way it went and i don't know i i value that experience because you do that enough and you just sort of, I don't know, you just accept people for who they are and it's fine, but it's better when it's family and it sucks when it's strangers two seats ahead of you on a roller coaster. That's all I'm saying. Yeah. Uh-huh. Speaking of weird realities, yeah. and what uh-huh. reality does a mortician like work from a hobbit hole? <laughs> oh, dude. What was yeah. that? Uh, cheap, like the cheapest option, basically. Yeah. Like, all right, well, we've got five bodies we need to deal with. Uh, mm. Give them to the, the, the <laughs> hobbit hole guy. Yeah, give it, give it to the guy that built the uh, the hole in the in the in the in concrete. Is he the, is he the one that is he in all of them? Someone yes, okay. yes, he's the through line. He, he's the we thread. just get his voice in one of them, but he is the devil through line through all the rooms. Right. All right, Tony. he's like the uh, he's like the he's like the the boatman on the river sticks. Right, he's right. like right. he's right. like he knows the deal. That's and right. He can't tell you a deal. He'll he'll sneak a little little advice your way every once. In a while. He's just Which is cool. probably why he. Um, why he was able to get the bodies to <laughs> to, right, to, right. to burn in the furnace basically well i'm the devil i pretty much have control over you know where the, right. where the hearse brings it and by the way if you want to see who's working in hollywood i just put in our discord 
All the Tony things Tony that are in post post or, pre- <laughs> post or pre-production Tony Todd list. That dude's busy. Like yeah. that's yeah. just new stuff. He's working constantly every year. That's because he's that's because he's great to look at. He's so interested to look at and hear. He just he can just deliver the stupidest line. What is what, what, what do you if, say? I forget exactly what, what his, it was, but it was what if his entire career was like the Final Destination movies, and he only had to come work for two days I, in everything? I mean, maybe, right? like, maybe I don't right? know. Like they just they maybe. bring him on they bring him on set. Like all right, so we got your whole character buttoned up in these two scenes. And you're gonna you're gonna perform one of them later today and the other one tomorrow and we're done we're done you work he works two days every three months like well, what if that's his it may be he's he uh, by the way was uh he has now officially been in 230 acting gigs wow that's a lot um but what's great is he started like right away platoon the first year mm-hmm. he starts acting mm-hmm. he's in platoon uh nice. his third thing was Simon a Simon and Simon episode. Um, 21 Jump Street, like it, MacGyver, like a lot of TV stuff, then Night of the Living Dead, Criminal Justice, like all this sort of stuff. Uh, all the Law and Orders had him, The Crow, like he was never in, in stuff that you'd never heard of all the way back then. But now almost everything he does is stuff you've never heard of. Like runes, the change, the pitchfork, masters of the universe. Oh, masters of the universe, that's coming. <laughs> like you've never heard before. Like masters. Heard- what? Ooh, oh, masters of the, universe. oh. <laughs> the new Hellblazers. The Hellblazers movie has a minute, I guess. The new Candyman. He's in. Oh, he is in the new Candyman, but it must be. He's got to be playing a. He's got to be a. And I guess he's actually. I apologize. He is just referenced in the movie called The Final Destination from 2009. He does not make uh, an appearance, but oh. but that, everybody. Anyway. Yeah, it is, and everybody from all of the movies is referenced in that one. Oh, really? Uh, right, from weird. the first from the first three movies, it says that they're referenced. Oh, did so. they? I didn't watch the. That's the only one I haven't watched. I thought oh, I really? had, but the the okay. the that one is the only one I haven't watched. And I think they show clips from. The other series, maybe that, maybe that might be the last one it. because everybody in Final Destination Five, there are flashbacks right. that feature people from all four movies, mm. right? Uh, prior, maybe this. Well, he's my favorite guy in this movie, even though he's barely absolutely. Even though he's just there for a second and yeah. then he pulls people's nipples. Well, I do, out. I do look forward to when we get to Final Destination Five because uh, David Keckner uh courtney b vance miles fisher all make uh, appearances like are all people the characters or actors in that one oh, so all right that feels like it's going to be dessert yeah when we get to david keckner in a final destination movie. and that's i'm sorry did you say that was the 2009 one that is uh that one's the 2011 uh last one. Oh, i didn't know okay so that's where i'm confused i thought the 2009 yeah. was the last one but no the 2009 one. one is just called the final destination because they didn't they decided to veer from final destination 4 Got and it. that references mm-hmm. everybody in the previous three movies right. final destination 5 features them all in flashbacks <laughs> oh wow <laughs> all right which i can't wait to see how they do it i'm kind of looking forward to seeing all right how it's it, that that's kind of a fun spoiler to know that they we see flashbacks. I want to know how that all fits together in the narrative. Right. Stephen Quayle directed that. Let me just see what we know him from. Tony it. Todd is basically going to sit there with a slide projector and say, "So the first yeah. group of people that I killed here, I am with the first group of people <laughs> taking a quick selfie. Here's me at the airport, at the airport, and here's me at the wow, uh, taking a chain off of a set of logs. I kind of want to see five now that you've been talking about it in that way." sort of yeah. into it right. you're just gonna have to wait until we see three and four so yeah five five's got pretty middling eh, well six six out of 
Or no, five point eight on IMDb. It's not bad. Right. I, uh, I just want to. I want to repeat the most boring joke that's ever been made about a series of video games. All right. On this, I'm like, if there's a Final Destination five, then the first four must not have really been final, were they? Oh, yeah. thank you for that. Final yeah. I just wanted to mention you guys had said <laughs> a chick in the bucket earlier, but I thought. Rory's box of shame and his mother was the chick in the bucket. Oh yeah. Oh that's where Rory oh, yeah. Rory right before oh. he got sliced in half. Yeah. He said, Here's my wallet and keys. Please take my box of shame and hide oh, from yeah, my go, mommy. Yeah, go get rid of all my porn. Yeah. yeah. What's in the box? Yeah. Yeah. Get rid of my porn and drugs. Drug or no, he says, get rid of my drugs, my paraphernalia, and my porn. Right. Right. Like you could have said my drugs and the paraphernalia would have been a given, dude. He How about my, so my search of, history? Right. <laughs> yeah, clear my Oh, head. by the way, this was what was this 2003? Three. And I don't know how the cop was getting on the dark web, but every one of those links were not real links. No. They were like they were weird very, places with very dark faces web. of death pictures. Yeah. I noticed that too. I was thought actually it was really keeping track of that stuff. And they also had some really bad like refresh on the screens then i guess yeah. in 2003 like yeah. ugh, looked real rough that was a transition period i think a little bit for for lcd displays anyway uh rocky mountain high never played except for in the elevator and um, in the dentist office. oh the dentist office when, i forgot about that you're right yeah when tim is uh, looking at the, the the poor fish that's getting sucked that that uh, <laughs> the fish uh sucked. there's no PETA thing at the end <laughs> saying no animals were harmed because i think that was a real fish getting sucked by a real you think a so? real event uh, yeah that's Funny. Did that really? Oh, yeah! I didn't think about that. I guess that was a real fish, probably, right? Yeah, that's that's a big old. That's a big old finger to the pita, <laughs> or whoever. <laughs> hey, it's just a fish. It's a finger to the pita. Um, they uh, that whole dentist thing was just to me was just nonstop fakery. There's just no way you would do that short of amount of time for the the Novocaine. There's no, There's no nobody's gonna dry you. Nobody look. No, but first of all, nobody has a freaking mo- mobile thing up in the wall or in the ceiling, right? Kids right. don't care about that when they're getting their face drilled. Something, oh, yeah. something to right. look at, I suppose. But I, the thing that was bothering me is if, if I don't know about your dentist, but my dentist is very professional. And that's how I prefer my dentist. I don't like a dentist who's going to be you know constantly cursing and mm-hmm. yelling and mm-hmm. throwing stuff around. I'd be like, no, I'm not going there. Yeah. I don't care how bad your pigeon problem is. Don't yeah, go. I'm not going that guy. Oh, said- shit. The damn pigeons. I'm going to freaking blow my hole here. And I'm like, dude, you're a dentist. <laughs> Calm that said, down. I love the I love the exclamation. God damn it! Anyway, because <laughs> yeah, yeah. my grandfather, my Hungarian grandfather, used to say that it is thick. Yeah. But I, oh, god damn it! Anyway, but I <laughs> like why? What's the anyway about? Like oh, anyway, anyway. <laughs> that is really funny. I, you say it. Anyone else think about how we're all old enough to remember when dentists suddenly decided to start dressing casually because it would put you more at ease. Yeah, I think they swung around though, because uh, my dentist now is like full tie and shirt and I was say, pants. My and... dentist didn't do that. All mine were like the, the you know the, the scrubs looking kind of thing. They're not quite scrubs or something like that. Well, right. I don't know I what really, dentist you go to. I really appreciated <laughs> that this dentist was dressed very casually, like because. Right. Like I say, as a kid, I always remember them being dressed like doctors. Yeah. Like the pediatrician and the dentist wore the same sort of stuff. And now, you know, that at some point, 
Dennis starts start showing up in like Aloha shirts yeah. because it's, like they all read the same they all read the same issue of dentistry today and learned no they maybe. went to a dentist convention because we know that's what dentists do every yeah. time we see them in portrayed movies they're always going to some kind of dental convention yeah. mine's gone full like LL Bean catalog and like fake tan that's my dentist right now hmm. he's super fake tan oh my gosh it's like a I'm being hovered over by like a big orange piece of meat. It's just like Ford <laughs> Hamilton DES. It's really weird. Uh, hmm. anyway, yeah, George Hamilton's a good comparison because that's about the tone he's got. Yeah. And he didn't used to have that. Plus, he has really white veneer, veneers because, you know, he's a dentist, has to have perfect teeth, all that. Has these white, white veneers. So when he walks into the room, you just see orange and then bright white teeth. And it just is like a, well, it's a horror movie of its own, really. I must go to a really different dentist. All my <laughs> dentists are wearing like masks and stuff. This was before any of this other stuff happened. Oh, well, they definitely wear masks. Like, yeah, they little wear. jackets and stuff, all dressed up and come in professional looking. Yeah, they still do the mask. I mean, mask gloves are compulsory. That's just what they yeah, do. But, uh, but when I right. grew up, my dentist. Doctor, I don't even know what my dentist face looks like. I see him out in public. <laughs> you never <laughs> I don't even know what he looks like. My dentist, Doctor Hacker, we or Packer, we called him Hacker because he hurt me every time I went in there. Um, nice. he, that was back in the day, and he was a real old dude. He was probably in his seventies when he was my dentist, and I was a kid. Um, all my shitty dental work is because of him, by the way. But anyway, he uh, he would never wear a mask, never wore gloves, just hairy knuckle in your mouth and freaking spitting hairy on you and talking. In your mouth. Yeah, hairy knuckle. Hey, what's in my your fingers mouth? taste like, Scott? Can you guess? <laughs> Sounds like some some bad. I had hot wings for lunch. Yeah. <laughs> Sounds like a bad story on like a Reddit erotica thread or something. <laughs> Hairy knuckle in the mouth. <laughs> Don't oh, like it. Good. Hey, you guys. Keeps makes easy and affordable hair loss treatment for men. Look, none of us are getting any younger. Okay. Losing our hair. That's how it goes. Losing hair sucks. Two out of three guys will experience hair loss by the time they're 35. By the time they're 35. Luckily today, well, there's been advancements in science, okay? And Keeps offers proven treatments that can help treat the symptoms of hair loss and help you keep the hair you've already got, which is important. The sooner you start using Keeps, the more hair you'll save. So act fast. Many men even experience hair regrowth with Keeps treatments. You don't even need to go to the doctor's office. To get started, all you have to do is sign up on Keeps at the website there. Get online and get your medical attention and discreet drug delivery from the comfort of the privacy of your own home. Keeps offers their products at half the cost of your local pharmacy. You don't have to go broke to avoid going bald. Keeps treatments start at just $10 a month. So, to take action and prevent hair loss, get your first month of treatment for free by going to keeps.com slash filmsack. That's K-E-E-P-S keeps.com slash filmsack for your first month of treatment for free. Uh, I got some uh, some uh, clips. You guys want clips from the movie? Oh, give me the clips. Okay, because I got some. Hold on here and let's pull those up so they're handy. Okay, here we go. Here are some clips. Here's. Let's start with this one. Uh, this is a uh, skeptical man is very skeptical. Are you listening to yourself? I mean, this is crazy. You're saying that we should be on guard every morning when we leave the house. He just was not buying it. That TV. What guy. kind of show is that? <laughs> right. I agree. I make things are good about on my show. I'm going to berate you now. Yeah. <laughs> Give yeah you I crap. guess basic cable, like overnight 
you know yeah, anybody right. can be Access. on kind of stuff. yeah <laughs> Uh, also getting horny girl. I knew she was going to die as soon as I heard this. Can we go get the guys? I'm getting horny. As soon as she said that, I went, you're not going to live. I didn't think she, I thought she'd live longer than she did, but yeah. It yeah. also, oh, it also yeah. let you know that no women were involved in the making of this film, <laughs> uh, you know, because like, as soon as you hear that, you're like, oh, we're going to get a booby flash. Pretty uh-huh. soon. Oh yeah. 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 Booby flash. By the way, that highway I've never had in that much interaction with anybody on the highway, but everybody on that highyway was like, "How you doing? How's yeah. it going? Exactly, How you doing? yes, doing good, good." How's We're all going? going almost exactly the same speed, right. so you can look at my kids smashing a couple of cars together, and and this uh, football team, yeah. yeah, oh, so much foreshadowing. When I'm on a highway, I'm going to ride it all day long. Remember that song? <laughs> I'm going to ride it all no all night long, all, all night long, yes, yeah, not day. All right, here's that life, a, that life is a highway. Here's that grump, grumpy biker guy. I just think it's a bunch of bullshit. All right, okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, weird dude laugh. <laughs> that's him too. He was. <laughs> oh, that's so good. <laughs> Hold uh, on, can you play it again? Yeah. Like, let, let me just like say something here, funny, here. and then you play that. Yeah, go. Okay. Oh, oh, I just stubbed my toe. <laughs> All right. That's. Oh. <laughs> I love that God. That's a be- that's the best chuckle ever. That's a pretty good one. Here's um I uh I hate this message so much, so I'll just play it. Hey Evan, it's Tawny. Sorry I haven't called. Hey, listen, I, I heard about your lottery win. Let's hook up. Call me. I hate I hate everything about that. They got no women. Yeah, no, no women involved yeah. in the making of this film yeah. whatsoever. They gave him lines to read, but they did not help write anything. So there's well, that. God for that dating great, apps. Isn't that a great classic gag, though? Yeah. I mean, I, is it, I don't know about that. great. Classic, maybe. Great, eh. I don't know. I love it that the, some guy would win money and everybody's coming out of the woodwork. I mean, it mm-hmm. does. I think that probably happens in real life. And maybe that's also why it annoyed me, because I hate that. But, uh, yeah, she Tawny can bite me is what I'm saying, really. Hey, it's Tawny. Tawny, I heard you won your money. Let's hook up. That all seems so odd in the future as we go forward. 2003 was kind of late to have an answer machine, right? Anything? Yep. Oh, yeah. Anything? How much further can we go with answering machines? Well, you need to win the lottery back then to, to not own one, I guess. I don't know. Right. Mm-hmm. Here's he a sweet iMac. Yeah, this is right. Uh, by the yeah. way, I found some old audio uh, of Ibbett's mom. Uh, this is so I didn't know this about prom. You used to, I mean, we have a lot of info about your proms and stuff, but we, I didn't know that she used to vet every girl before you could go. Okay. <laughs> oh yeah. She was rigorous. About yeah. That. So yes. clearly as rigorous as can be. And here's an example of that. So, uh, if it's mom being very rigorous about vetting the girl he's about to go on a date with, here you go. You'll relinquish any sharp objects such as nail files, pencils, pens, safety pins, bobby pins, your necklace, Matches, lighters, belts, belt buckles, earrings, hair clips, glasses, shoelaces, paper clips, watches, money clip, pocket knives, food, drinks, keys, cell phone. Do you have a cell phone on you? Poisons, pills, medications. Great. And let me see your nails. <laughs> and then, and then did, you could go. Why should just say get naked yeah. if you want to go in here? <laughs> <laughs> Let's just get down to it. Well, here's a, here's a morph suit. Uh, put this on. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, but see, if death's going to get you, death's going to get you. You go in there naked. Yeah. The door slams on your hair. You scream. A little poop comes out. You slip on the poop. Uh, <laughs> you fall over. You kick her. You kick the other girl in the vagina so hard it puts her in a shock. Everyone's dead. Like that. It just, you can yeah. still do it. Death yeah. just has to get creative. 
It doesn't matter if you're naked right. or not. All right, here's so a... So does death yeah. not work at like a microscopic level? I mean... that's Yes, we discussed this last time. I, yeah. I, I, I'm realizing now that putting two months between these two episodes was a little too much. <laughs> we're, we're, we're hitting all the same stuff, guys. <laughs> I was worried about that. I was watching it going, oh, we're going to talk about a lot of the same issues, but <laughs> it's all right. I still enjoyed it that much. All right. Here, I, I, I yeah. love that the list included earrings and didn't include nipple rings or mm, tongue rings yeah. or nose ring. Or rings of any sort or color. Mm. All right, here's a uh, 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 something about pigeons. Did you see that? See what? Pigeons. Like, no, dude. You're having, <laughs> you're having pigeons. Pigeons, you know. Pigeons. Yeah, pigeons. pigeons all the time. There's no D in that. It's pigeons. Uh, we all had a dentist like this guy, right? How many times am I going to have to replace those goddamn windows? Yeah, that guy. Yeah, that guy. Mm. I'm telling you. Mm. I'd be out. Yeah. Ma! Uh, Ma, we're put, going to a different dentist. Yeah, this one Just sucks. put butterfly stickers on them like my Aunt Deborah. Oh yeah! Wait, wait, what? Wait, Deborah. Your aunt Deborah. You had a De- aunt Deborah. Oh, in I the still movie. have an aunt Deborah. Yeah, you know, she you just uh, you just put butterfly stickers on the windows, and that way the birds see them. Oh. Well, in this case, they're the sliding glass door that I ran into when I was coming in from the pool. But you put butterfly stickers on them. Got it. It's sec. amazing how much momentum I have had every time I've walked through a door. Oh yeah, like, lots. I, right. I just can't. I can't get over how, like, I you know. Just normal speed walking forward and going through a screen door is what it's always been. And I mean, just right through it. You just punch right mm. through it. When I, if we ever, if pot's ever legal here in my state, that's the kind of conversations I want to have is about things like, man, you, can you believe how fast you walk through doors? Whoa. That's what I want to do. <laughs> I have been accused Dude. of being perpetually stoned when I speak. And <laughs> I just, I... I'm telling you, it doesn't really change you. No, not really. Yeah. It just makes you feel good. All right, here's a great cry that I captured. <laughs> <laughs> just like a repeated cry. Uh, all right, uh, something about brains. Come to pick my brain. Oh, yeah, we came to pick oh. your brain, Tony Todd. Mm-hmm. Give us your brain. Let us pick it. Here's, uh, oh, this is when my wife asked me how I get to the post office or how she should get to the post office. This is what I reply with. You have to follow the signs. Kimberly. I literally, that's her name is Kimberly. Kimberly. Yeah, Kimberly, follow the signs. If you follow the signs, you'll find the post office. Did you call me? Candyman. (laughs) Uh, Here's something uh, Brian Dunaway used to say a lot when he was younger. He's he's mature now, though, but this is what he used to say. I'm thinking suck on my junk. Biatch. Yeah, that was the thing. I did mm. say that a lot. Suck mm-hmm. on my junk. Yeah. Suck a, it sounds like he's a suck on my junk. I'm thinking suck, suck, on, suck my, on my junk. Suck on my junk. Suck on my junk. <laughs> <laughs> uh, all right. Layer man, chillax. He's like, just thinking it. Yeah, of course. He's always thinking it. I would like to ask, where else would you taste it? I can practically taste the water in my mouth. Just so you can practically <laughs> taste the water. I can practically taste the water. Where at? Where at? In my mouth. In my mouth. As, as opposed to where your armpit, where right. you have taste buds, stop it! <laughs> ah, irritated me. All right, um, here's a great quote. I think it's just all bullshit. There he is again, doing it again. Uh, who do you see? Man with hooks. Man with hooks. I, I think I see a man with hooks. Okay, so you see a man with hooks then? Hmm. Hey man, are you saying? Are you saying it's a man with hooks? Yeah, I thought that was going to be the Tony Todd moment. They were making some reference to. Candy man with his hook, but I was wrong. No, it no. was just pervert man with a box. Oh, yeah. Like I, 
I don't know why, but the the little shot of him smelling her hair yeah. really freaked me out. Yeah, I didn't you mean like the poor, poor man's Peter I, Boyle? Yeah. <laughs> I guess I guess it just never like occurred. Peter Boyle. Like, <laughs> like there's a rich man's Peter Boyle. Right. Like <laughs> hey, whatever. Peter Boyle was great. I love that guy. He was great. Oh, he was. But he's he's rich man's Peter Boyle. You wouldn't never... need a lot of money to afford a Peter Boyle. Yeah. No, he's. I'm sorry. He's Ritz. He's Ritz man. Peter Boyle. Get the reference. Do yeah. you get it? Putting on the Ritz. Putting on the Ritz. Well done. All right. There you go. It's it's the first time in my life I've ever thought that you know poor man's Doc Brown could be behind me in the elevator and smell my hair. Yep. Like it's just mm-hmm. never that has never occurred to me, and I realize there's probably you know women out there like what this happens all the time well it's just it's never occurred to me and it's freaking me out that that could happen i always uh, hate those moments where you talk to female friends of yours or acquaintances or whatever and you're like does this sort of thing ever happen they're like oh dude i know the guy on the bus had his wiener out and was like rubbing it all over my leg and like they're it's horrifying and i hear this stuff and go yeah this is i never encounter other wieners unless i'm at the gym yeah only time and usually yeah. those are like, you know, that guy's 75 and he's dragging it on the floor, like whatever right. he's doing. But I never, you never see exposed wiener in public, but no, not go, as a ask, man. go ask female friends of yours and they'll say, right. oh yeah, this fourth, the fourth time was this time I was at the mall and this happened and it freaks me out. I don't, I don't like that secret uh, world. Man, if I, yeah. if I'd be the same way, if somebody popped out any part that was supposed to be covered, said hi. Yeah. No. <laughs> put that away yeah cover that up like even that lady on even the biker lady who's in the back of the bike and she's like flashing the the marijuana kid oh we forgot to talk about her yeah she's a chicken yeah a little bit they didn't did they die in the i guess they didn't die they got out in front of it i don't know if you ever got hit in the face with a bug i can't imagine that'd be good on a boob no that would really hurt no just big old uh like a big old katie did or something yeah yeah right there right in the nipple well hers were made out of like plastic so that's fine oh okay so she had like an airbag yeah she had built-in airbags yeah Right. Uh, here's a great old man scream. This is the pervert in the elevator yelling after the head gets chopped off. So he goes like this. <laughs> Whatever, man. You're carrying around a bunch of disembodied arms, and you're worried about a head. Or was that the other guy? That's, no, that was the other guy. That was the other guy. Well, that no, wasn't the no poor this man was Peter that Boy. was the old that was the old that was poor man Peter oh, Boy well, screaming. Okay. Yeah, okay. yeah. It wasn't the black dude. He was he was just in shock. All right, here's right. the chief from BSG. No, not here. No, you can't do this to me. Okay, don't do that again. Not now. Man, don't not ever read this line that way again. All right, and then, um, uh, oh, this is a good quote. And if I die, um, just throw down my drugs and my paraphernalia and my porno. 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 I love it when they say porno. I do too. Because it's porno just, is such a funnier word than porn. I agree, and no one it says really it. Is. So when they do say it, you're like, dude, no one says that anymore. But yet somehow you said it. It's great. Hardcore porno. Porno. Pornographer. All right. <laughs> That's it for your clips. It, it sounds like a stenographer, but he's like uh, taking notes on the porn. Yep. And then, and then he touched him gently. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Now this. It's the film sack checklist. Never drive a suburban because they are all leaking transmissive transmission fluid all the time. Transmissive, Check. transmissive fluid. You know the stuff. Uh, tell my mom my drugs are in my pants, my paraphernalia is in my shirt pocket, and my porno is in my severed hand. Check. Uh, and finally, only because give... he was in pieces. <laughs> yeah, he was in pieces. See, you get the joke. Only give the kids six seconds of novocaine time. Check. Check. <laughs> 
All right. Uh, Star Trek Connection. We have Tony Todd. He played Mr. Bloodworth in DS, uh, DS9 and TNG. He played Worf's brother Kern in T- uh, DS, or excuse me, in TNG. In DS9, he played old Jake Sisko in the episode The Visitor, which is a very good episode, by the way. We've talked about this before. He was also in the video game Star Trek Elite Force 2, where he played the voice of Corbin. Um, he was also considered for the role of Benjamin Sisko, but it didn't happen, which is kind of a bummer. Also in this movie, we have an actor named James Kirk. Mm-hmm. Yeah, great Star Star Trek connection yeah, right there. He's uh, I love how Daryl wrote this. He goes, James Kirk played Tim Carpenter. The actor's name is James Kirk. <laughs> Look at it. Look, Look at, at it. it. Look at it, it for what funny. it is. It is funny. It's like, I swear. It's like a Star Trek reference. Yeah. Also, also, there's Alf Humphreys. Remember that show? Alf. Alf, Alf. <laughs> <laughs> Alf Humphreys. <laughs> Yes. <laughs> nice. We'll be pull that one out of the sky. That was very good. All right. Uh, soundtrack grade. I give it an F for fine. It did whatever it had to do. It's fine. Sound work. Because you're really on the good. highway to hell, man. Yeah, exactly. Uh, let's get to the Twitter posts. This is where you guys sum it up. 100 and 280 characters or less. Let's start with Randy. Final Destination 2. Let's go. The girls are so horny. Oh, my God. I can't believe you just said that in front of my dad. Anyway, off to the orgy. Bye, Dad. Bye, Dad. Just like in Saturday Night Evans. Oh, <laughs> I see. Hey, hold on. Were they going to... It was golf, uh, It was college, right? Did I have that right? Yes. They were going yeah, to they Daytona were... Beach. Oh, yeah. okay. So they were not going... I thought like it was just like... Thing. It was a spring break thing. Okay. Mm-hmm. All right. That makes sense. Either way, they all died. Mm-hmm. Mo- well, most of them. Okay. Moving on. Uh, uh, who's next? Dunaway. It's, it's, it's high as me. Final right. Destination 2. If you create life that was never meant to be alive, you cheat death. And then death, he rage quits to re-roll his list. Dude, death. Chillax. <laughs> Rerolls. I like the idea of death had to re-roll. He had to re-roll. Respect. Uh, finally, the, the rage yeah. quitting is what I can't imagine yeah. death doing. I like that too. <laughs> no, it's not All right, yeah. uh, I'll just wait till the next one of these movies. Finally, Brian Ibbett. Final Destination Two, a film that centers around a scary few minutes of action. No, a truly terrifying few minutes of visuals and sound. But besides that horrifying couple minutes of a dental exam, yeah, some mm. people die. You know, <laughs> God damn it, anyway. <laughs> We never talked about the kid who got mushed by the big heavy glass thing. That was a pretty oh, good Oh, yeah, that was great. Yeah. Yes, the nitrous softened his bones. Yeah, yeah, yeah that's everybody. like the that's like the one visual thing that's rough to watch is when somebody that's on the level of face melting to mm. me. When somebody gets so squashed they just get literally just, just pulverized. Yeah. Just oh, oh, quick, quick go around the room and tell me like the, the, the thing that that was hardest to watch for you because for me it was the people burning in the fire oh, in, the in the car. Oh yeah. yeah that was, yeah. that was pretty rough. That guy yelling. That really... Well, that was, that was the, um, the, 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 the Oscar winner. Sorry. That is the furthest thing from this movie. Sorry. <laughs> this, what are you watching? The, sorry. The, the guy that won the lottery, that was him screaming, yes. right? Yes. That was him. He couldn't get his seatbelt off and he was screaming. Yeah. yeah that so was, if you don't like burning to death in a car, you definitely don't want to get burnt with grease. Yeah. Moron. I mean, outside of watching a guy licking his fingers and trying to help somebody get food off his face, that was that was pretty Oof. gnarly. Who does that? Nobody does that with a stranger in an elevator. You got something on your face. Here, I'll help you. Blah, blah, blah. And then I'm start- telling you, it's the elevator to hell. Every one of these people, none of them were going to heaven, or if that's the kind of thing you want to talk about, because death was just the only place these people were going. Was Everybody in that elevator was gross. Everybody, except the mom. Yeah. The mom was all right, but everybody yeah. else was gross. 
and, she, and you killed her by calling her on the cell phone. Yeah, just so she, you know. she's the yeah. only death in the elevator, actually. Right, right, right. Well, right. well right? my soul died. <laughs> <laughs> well, that ain't coming back. All right, moving on. Uh, where the hell were we here? Oh, I know this. It's just handed to me. Uh, alternative alternative titles. It was almost called Final Destination, also or Final Destination as well. I think that's a good mm. thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, just mm-hmm. about happened. Uh, Look who else is final destinationing. Yeah, there you go. Yeah. Final destination two, tying up loose ends. Yep. Look who's final destinationing too. Yeah, I, I like it. I, I'm looking forward to final destination in space. Oh, oh yes. all, every all these are better in space, dude. I would it's love in one of those in space where like all the space shit goes wrong in space. That's a great How about idea. On a roller coaster. Oh, that's right. That's yeah. fine if that's all they do. Like, okay, put it like in a, completely send amusement park. Yes. Part these three. Are, these are great ideas. Oh, is it really in part three? Is that true? Check out part three. Wow. Oh, I can't wait. Coney Island. Oh, that'd be amazing. So we're saying we're saying less than two months for the next one then, based on Randy's uh complaints. <laughs> yeah. Six weeks? Six, six weeks, six weeks. Sounds about right. Yeah, we'll we'll see, see you guys then. <laughs> yeah, we'll see you then. Here's an email from Bruce W. Uh you got this, uh we got this from the website. Just went over there there to filmsec.com and sent it. Iron Eagle is not a ripoff of Top Gun, he says, with all ah, the exclamation points. It's not. You can't oh, okay. say two films are not the same because they involve planes and then say they're the True. same. Iron Eagle is a masterpiece and the best jet fighter ever made, the F-16, and it has an awesome soundtrack. Please sack it. Please, please, please. He's, he's not wrong because they're not. It is not Top Gun in any way, other than the marketing material for it because it was kind of riding that And wave. that's totally what I'm, be- what I'm basing that on is just right. the fact that it was a... And it was, was it was okay. also lower budget, and they didn't have the they didn't use actual military, sh- or you know, shots of actual gun, um, planes flying around. They used a bunch of fake mm-hmm. green screen shit, and it's just right. low rent. It's not, it's not good, Bruce. But it's still fun. It's not good, mm-hmm. Bruce. Well, right. oh, but it's it, it's absolutely fun, and I would love to sack the first Iron Eagle with you guys. I would not like to sack more than one Iron Eagle with you guys. <laughs> Whereas. If we ever get this Maverick movie, guys, yeah. if we ever, I don't know, it might be, it might be uh, vaporware, but if we ever mm. get it, I kind of want to sack it immediately. I'll bet we either get it when they do the semi-opening of theaters again, or they'll that one will end up being some deal with some, well, maybe right. it'll be a pay, first weekend 40 bucks. stream kind of thing. Yeah. Yeah, I, I actually say our first watching of it, if it goes pay to stream, we each just buckle down the 20 bucks yeah, and, yeah, and right. watch it together. Maybe even live. Yeah, I'd do right. that. That'd be worth it. Mm-hmm. Uh, SR also wrote in and said this, when I uh, bought this hat, I knew it looked familiar. And then you folks sacked bandits. When I saw Bruce Willis wearing it in the interview, I knew I remember you from not identical, but close enough to put a smile on my face. Enjoy everything you guys do. and been finding myself re-listening to episodes just because it's more entertaining than most other things I do. Or sorry, out there, not I do. <laughs> I shouldn't have said that. <laughs> Thank you, and all uh, all of you take care. Keep trucking along and putting out great thank content you. for people to enjoy because we all appreciate it. Well, thank you very much, SR. Uh, that is awesome. Also, he's talking about that Bruce Willis uh, bandana he had in the interview part of the movie. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, he he has one that looks just like it. Anyway, okay. thanks, SR. That was very nice of you to say. Uh, actually, we've gotten a lot of email like this lately where people really have been uh, relying about on hats? the show. No, no, no. <laughs> oh. They've been really enjoying the show as a as a distraction right now. So we're glad to hear that. It works that way for us, too. And we'll keep making it if you keep listening to it. Our next film. Finally, this is happening. The Beastmaster. Oh, my Lord. Ooh, Be still my yes. beating heart. Oh, 
I'm so excited about this, you guys. Like, it, this is a staple of my childhood. I watched this over and over and over in junior high. I couldn't get enough of the Beastmaster. It features yes. a naked, briefly naked replacement Charlie's Angel, redhead. Tanya Roberts? Roberts, I think. I think you're right. I don't remember her name. Uh, but I remember thinking this was just the greatest fantasy thing ever made, and it's not. And yes. I can't wait to watch it. Oh, my gosh. We got to watch it. But it is for, 19, what was it, 1982? 82? Yeah, yeah, sounds right. 82. That would have been junior high. Do, do, can you guys, um, where where is it streaming so we can let people know? I forgot where we're watching this. this oh, on, we're watching this on Amazon Prime. Prime, okay. So this is on Prime, not Netflix, not Hulu. Prime. Amazon Prime. You might have heard of it. That's where this is. Go check it out. The Beastmaster. That's next week right here Did on Did you Filmside. ever go back and watch the TV series? Remember how the, the fantasy kind of thing took off there for a while? No, TV? it was like around the Xena oh, era. Yeah, yeah. I remember that. Yeah. yeah. I didn't see the show, though. I never watched it, but I remember it was no, on. No, me neither. And I, it's weird. I've never seen any form of Beast Mastery. Oh except my gosh. King, and that's it. You're going to love this, dude. Or hate it. You may wait. hate it. I really can't wait. No, I, I think I'm going to love it. I can't wait. All right. Well, I can't wait either. That's next week here on FilmSack. FilmSack.com for details. Don't forget FilmSackStats.com as well if you're looking for some cool trivia and junk about uh, the numbers of what we've watched these ten, low these 10 years. Uh, so go check that out. FilmSack uh, at gmail.com is our email address. You can find us on Twitter at FilmSack. That's going to do it for us. For me, for Brian, for Brian, and for Randy. I'm so horny. We'll <laughs> see you next time. Ew. I don't like that. Even worse when Randy says it. <laughs>